0: Greetings to all of you and welcome to session 28 of the Grace Podcast. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. I'm Timothy Muse. I'm the creator of Grace Life Coaching and I'll be your host as we spend this time together today. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of whatever aspect of the journey you're on. You know Whether you're listening to this podcast solely or you're doing something else while you're doing it at the gym or in the car or on the bike or whatever, whatever it is, thank you for allowing me to be part of your time. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your day. If you haven't already, if you're listening to this on one of the platforms, Spotify or iHeartRadio or Amazon Music, please follow it and give us a rating and review. Uh, every positive rating and review the platform realizes that people are listening to this and that it's good stuff and so what they do is they encourage it to grow and every time that someone requests or looks for uh some kind of self-help or coaching or what have you if the platform sees that it's popular then they look for it and then they raise it up and so i would encourage you if you haven't already to give us a rating and review follow us If you're getting this through uh, social media, please share it, tag me in it, let me know where you're at. If you love this, if it's helping you, if it's impacting you, let's get it out there. The more people that hear it, the more lives that we can change. Like I said, none of this is really proprietary information. So if you are, you know, if if you feel that this is helping you and you want to direct message it to someone or you want to share it out on your social media, please do that. I would encourage that. The more people that listen, the more people that that lives are affected. And that's what we're really trying to do here. We're really trying to be out here changing lives one step at a time, one piece at a time, one podcast at a time, one coaching session at a time. So if you want to do some work with me, if you want to coach, uh, you can reach out to me through the website, GraceLifeCoaching.com. It's got all my contact information there. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to see what we can do, the work that we can do together. So I certainly would encourage that. Uh, If you want to, you've got a comment or a question or what have you, please feel free to reach out to me, uh, and let's see what we can do. Uh, We don't have to be face to face. It's all we can do. Digital, we can do it over the phone, whatever works. But the moment that you want to make your life better, the moment you want to work on bettering your life is the moment that a coach can come in and really have a positive and powerful impact. So like I said, thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me be part of your life, be part of your day. It's awesome. Whatever you're going to do next, I pray that and hope that this has some kind of effect on you that has some kind of, of, of movement or positivity for you. So here at the, at the podcast, I mean, we talk a lot about bettering ourselves. I mean, that's really what this work is all about, finding ways to better ourselves, finding ways to, to live a better life, to be the best us. I mean, look, we're all just kind of like moving through this world, trying to figure out how to, how to be the better person, how to be our own better person. I always say we're not in competition with anybody else. We're in competition with who we were yesterday, and we are under no obligation to be who we were this morning. We don't have to stay the same. We are allowed to change. We are allowed to grow and our life should be the journey of trying to figure out how to be better than we were yesterday. And that is not to say that yesterday was bad. That is not to say that we were, were, but it is to say that we continue to evolve and advance and grow. So that's what we're all about. That's what we keep talking about. You know, we talk about feelings. We talk, we've been spending a lot of time talking about buffering and numbing and, and all that kind of stuff. One of the things I want to talk about today, I want to talk about anxiety today. Now. As I've said many times, I'm a coach. I'm not a clinician. I don't diagnose. Uh, there are those who suffer from anxiety disorder um, that that their anxiety is something more than just uh, contextual, and and for those, it, it's tough. And I know some people. Some people are medicated for it. Some people are in therapy for it. This is not a podcast to uh, to work to overcome that. Um, there, there are those who are far more talented and far more capable than I am and and I'll own my limitations. I think part of one of the things that we don't always feel comfortable doing is owning our limitations. I'll own my limitations in this. Um, and though, but what I want to talk about, I do want to talk about anxiety, but I want to talk about the anxiety that, that, that all of us feel at some point in our lives. We all feel anxiety at some point in lives and if you have anxiety disorder um and you really battle with anxiety this may help i mean there may be some tips in here that you can you know that you can deal with and you can add to your regimen and if that's the case then praise be i'm, I'm happy for that I, I know that it doesn't always work that way uh so i'll share them with you you know if you're someone who has just general anxiety from time to time uh maybe this will help if it's if you're someone who is you know dealing with anxiety disorder um, this may offer just a li- just a little bit, just just a little bit of ease. Now, and I will say, I will say that I didn't create these things. Um, this is brought to me. Uh, I, I I kind of uh, saw this through the Brain Coach, and um, I really like it. So I just want to share it out there. I want to make sure that the Brain Coach gets um, gets props for it. If those if those of you who are connected to the Brain Coach, then awesome. If you're not, then uh, then that would be a way to. Kind of connect to that. So this is from the brain coach uh, in their Instagram account is uh, The brain coach all one word the brain coach. So I want to share what they brought um, and This is what they brought it and this is uh, It's titled this can make anxiety worse Okay, so again, and and I think they too as long as my as well as myself would say that if you are dealing with anxiety disorder, if you're dealing with anxiety at a very deep fundamental level, then though these may, uh, these may help, they may be tips, that's not what these are intended for. These are intended for us who, who, who don't deal with anxiety disorder but deal with anxiety. We all get anxiety. We're all anxious about things, things that, that we need to prepare for, things that are coming up. And these are some ways that we can help to deal with that kind of generalized or even contextualized anxiety. Uh, and, and, and these are the things I want to raise up and I'll talk about them uh, as their list. You know, this, this can make anxiety worse. Uh, so obviously, if you want to decrease your anxiety, then work on doing these things. So these can, these things can make your anxiety worse. And here's here's a list. So I'll, I'll just kind of walk through them. So the first thing is avoid what is making you anxious. Well, if you want to make your anxiety worse, then avoid what's making you anxious. So if you're anxious over having a conversation with someone that you're in conflict with, well, to make it worse is you avoid that conversation. If you want to deal with if you want to decrease your anxiety, then you have that conversation. You have the conversation and you strive to bring about clarity so so in order to, to help to you know, bring your anxiety down that is dealing with the things that make you anxious now we're all avoiders in life my friends we love to avoid we certainly love to avoid and so avoiding that which makes us anxious we want to think is going to drive down our anxiety but actually really it does it just drives it up Because our brain's like, hey, no matter how much you avoid it, it's still there, still there, still there, still there. So confronting it, addressing it. Again, now please hear me when I tell you, please hear me when I say this. I'm talking far more about contextual anxiety than I'm talking about generalized anxiety because someone will say, well, I don't know what's making me anxious. I can't deal with it. I get that. And I own that. And, And I respect that. Okay? I certainly respect that. And I'm not saying that... There are those who don't know don't have a root cause of anxiety. They just have anxiety So again, and like I said at the beginning, these are some um, these are some things that may help they may not Um, I'm not shaming or judging anybody in this but but these are some things that I want to I want to bring forward so that you can listen to and, and have an idea with So avoiding what makes you anxious will cause your anxiety to get worse people who don't respect your boundaries absolutely you want to control your your you know your kind of contextual anxiety and the and that you then then those who you know people who disrespect your boundaries are going to drive your anxiety up because they're going to crash in they're going to ask you inappropriate questions they're going to get close to you they're going to say things that may not matter or may not be helpful so pay attention to those who check your boundaries people who don't respect your boundaries will drive your anxiety up not moving your body look the best antidepressant that we can have for general life is movement. It's movement. It's moving your body. Motion equals lotion. You know, it it smooths out. So not moving your body not moving. Not only are you not physically challenging yourself, but you're sitting there ruminating in your head. So so you're sitting there marinating in your anxiety, whatever it is that's causing you to be anxious, whatever that moment that place so not moving your body will drive up your anxiety. And it doesn't mean that you have to go out and, and put, put down a, a massive physical workout, go for a walk, stand up and down, walk around the house, whatever you can do, but move. Movement is going to help you to decrease or, or at least level off your anxiety. It's not going to make it worse. It's going to help level it off. Neglecting sleep. You know, we don't do, I, I, I say this often, there is nothing, <laughs> there is nothing in this world, nothing that is done better on minimal sleep. Nothing. I have never met anything that is done better short of maybe being a grouch on minimal sleep. Don't neglect your sleep. Don't neglect your sleep because not only are you getting out of that circadian rhythm, that pattern, but now you're getting in the levels of exhaustion, which are only going to drive your anxiety up. So don't neglect sleep. Neglecting sleep will make your anxiety worse. Capitalism. The drive to be busy, hustle, to have that hustle, to have that car, to have that money, to have that compared reality to someone else. Okay, again, seriously, when we compare our lives to someone else, we can always find someone who's worse off than we are, and we can always find someone who's better off than we are. And the person who's worse off than we are might be a balm, but the person who's better off than we are is always going to drive our anxiety up. It's going to drive us to think that we're not good enough, we're not doing enough, we're not working hard enough. In a lot of ways, that's the capitalist mindset. The capitalist mindset is get as much as you can, be better, keep up with the Joneses, keep up with the Smiths, keep up with whoever is need to be, keep up with the Kardashians or whoever it is right now. I really don't pay attention because I don't really want to keep up with anybody. I want to keep up with myself. I don't want to keep up with anybody else. That's not my goal in life. But anxiety can get worse when we're comparing ourselves capitalistically. Resource wise money wise things wise to other people. We don't want to do that So 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 move away from that comparison aspect that that having to have it all We don't have to have it all because having it all doesn't mean that it's going to be any better It just means you're gonna have a lot more stuff Not getting enough Sun or fresh air not getting outside. It's true. You know and, and, And we see it often. We're like plants. Okay. We need Sun air and water all right. We really are. Um, we need those basic things. We need that vitamin D. We need to, 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 to be out in the openness. So get outside, sit on the uh, sit on the porch, sit on the in, in the yard, go for a walk around the garden, get outside just for a few minutes. Being inside cooped up with recycled air and artificial light will definitely drive your anxiety up. It'll, it'll make your anxiety worse. Get outside spending too much time on social media. We've talked about social media before. And I'll probably do uh, something more specific on social media in general, but spending too much time on social media. Again, you have that comparison aspect. You have that, 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 that Facebook depression. You have that, that anxiety, your anxiety gets worse because you're seeing people who are, who are, look like they're doing better than you are, but really it's false. They're getting to choose what pieces they want everybody to see. They're not, you're not seeing everything. You're just seeing what they want you to see. Um, but it looks like their whole life is grand when it, it really isn't, you know, I, I always, I always laugh because I see the pictures of like vacations, you know, and how wonderful it is at the beach and how much fun we're having and all that kind of great stuff. Knowing full well that they are probably having those great moments of fun, but they're also yelling at each other and, and exhausted and trying to catch a plane and hurting because that's life. My friends, that's life. Um, so, so, uh, get off social media. Decrease the amount of time you're on social media. Being on social media will definitely make your anxiety worse. Overconsumption of caffeine, something very similar. Caffeine's a stimulant. So the more caffeine that you drink, like the more sugar you eat, anything that drives your your body to work faster, 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 faster. Because anxiety, you know, that, 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 that contextual anxiety feeling is all about something that is driving us... To do more, to feel we're not at peace. Well, we don't find ourselves at peace in meditation when we're over-consuming caffeine. Caffeine makes our heartbeat faster. It raises our blood pressure. It raises our our metabolic rate. It, it, it drives us to. It drives our body to work faster, and that's going to drive our anxiety up. So these are these are things that are going to make your anxiety worse. Overconsumption of caffeine. Not taking the time to process your feelings. Not taking the time to process your feelings. Absolutely not dwelling with how you feel so i mean if you got feelings inside of you that you're not processing out they're 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 looking to bust out they want to bust out they want to get out of you they want to be dealt with grief anger hurt betrayal disappointment whatever uh, even joy and celebration they want to be they want out they want process but when we don't process we just kind of like stuff them inside Stuff them inside. And then when we stuff them inside, they're trying to bust out and, and our bodies are just running on overdrive and trying to figure out what's going on inside of us. So, so we got to take time to process our feelings. Got to take time to process what's going on inside of us. Sometimes we need someone else to process um but but we got to take time to process our feelings process what's going on inside of us again like i said this 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 stuff's comes from the brain coach so um you know i'm really i'm really uh, it's really nice to be able to uh to catch on to this stuff so so i'm getting this from the brain coach and just giving them props on it um so so not taking time to process feelings smoking or heavy drinking again any kind of any kind of substance use um that either decreases the body's functionality or in some way alters how we feel. You know, I talked a lot about buffering and, you know, substance. A lot of that, you know, is, is about buffering. So, uh, you know, I, I talked about it in some of the previous episodes, I'm not really going to dwell too much on it. I think we kind of got that. And there's a couple other things I want to make sure that I mention here. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to really touch on that. People who deplete your energy. This is a big one people who deplete your energy, people in your circle, in your life, who who drag you down, who draw your energy down. Those people, you need to pay very close attention to them, because most of the time, those people are very close to you. They're, They're in your very little, very intimate circle. But they drag your energy, they deplete your energy, which then causes you to feel unbalanced around them, always on guard, always on point, always working, always... You know, you can never relax, which is going to drive your anxiety up. I got to watch what I say. I got to watch what I do. I got to watch who I am, because these people are depleting my energy. They're drawing out of me, you know. And 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 we as humans we as empathetic beings of course we give energy to others but we also have to have people in our lives who give energy to us we can't just always give and give and give and a lot of times people in our inner circle sometimes they take from us and sometimes they give to us so it's a symbiotic relationship but when we have someone who just takes just depletes our energy that's very uh that's very difficult in order to keep our anxiety down when that happens uh, so, so you know, be aware of those who deplete your energy. That's very important. Depending on reassurance to feel better. Boy, this is a big one. I mean, it really is. How often do we define our feelings or our worth based on the reassurance of others? That others, I need that reassurance from others to feel better. You know, if we don't get that reassurance, what happens? Our anxiety gets worse. I'm not good enough. They don't like me anymore. I did something wrong. I said something wrong. So now that anxiety is ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. And it just creates this, 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 this increased anxiety that, that, that becomes overwhelming and unmanageable. And, you know, for me for a long time, this was, this was one of my challenges. I would always, I would create scenarios in my head because people weren't, talking to me, that they were mad at me, that I did something wrong. Um, you know, and, and, and I would want to, I would want to resolve it and I'd want to resolve it. But here's the thing. I really kind of came to a point in my own life personally and professionally that if someone's mad at me, if someone, if, if someone isn't, um, you know, is on the opposite side of reassurance, if they're disappointed or if I, they got to tell me, cause I'm not going to conclude in my own head that, that they're, Um, That they're mad at me or I'm not going to walk around and go, you know I only have worth because someone else is reassuring me When we depend on others reassurance, we're depending on others to, to to give us peace and balance And when we don't get it, we get anxious It's a very difficult place to be So depending on the reassurance of others is another thing that will drive up our anxiety The final thing that I want to touch on the final thing I want to touch on again, and, and this is another really important one is not challenging your unhelpful thoughts, not challenging those negative thoughts, those negative impulses, those things in our brain again. And I can go back to the, just the previous one, you know, depending on reassurance to feel better. Well, if someone doesn't reassure me, well, they must be angry with me. They must be hurting me or, or I must've done something wrong. So rather than, you know, rather than letting that thought reside, I challenge it. Well, did they tell you that you did something wrong well no well then unless they tell you then you can't fix anything so so stop so stop being anxious about it stop ruminating about it maybe they have to go to the bathroom maybe they um you know maybe they uh you know maybe they're just bored or, or or tied up you know i think one of the big things about road rage is that that people you know someone cuts you off they take it personally it becomes a personal thing Uh, And rather than challenging those unhelpful thoughts to say, no, it's not a personal thing. They don't even know who you are. Maybe they have to go to the bathroom or maybe they're not paying attention or maybe they sneezed or, or, or whatever. But we get these unhelpful thoughts in our head, we get these thought patterns and these thought cycles in our head, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I'm too heavy, I'm too ugly, I'm this, I'm that, and rather than challenging them, we allow them to reside, and when they reside, they drive our anxiety up, especially when we're in places that we're really challenging ourselves. You know, maybe we're, you know, maybe you're looking for a mate. Maybe you're trying to, you know, find a forever partner and, and you're having a struggle doing that. Well, I mean, that's because there's no good men left. Um, well, uh, or maybe I'm ugly or maybe I'm fat or maybe it's my bald head or maybe it's my job or whatever. Well, you know, even if someone, even if you're singularly, someone says that to you, it's the unhealthy thoughts. It's the unhelpful thoughts that can drive our anxiety up. I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I don't come from a good enough family. None of those thoughts are helpful. And they will drive our anxiety up unless we challenge them and say, no, I'm not gonna accept that, I'm not gonna to tolerate that. Because most of those things, even if they are true, which they probably aren't, but even if they are true, can be changed. So challenging those unhealthy thoughts and saying, no, I'm not gonna allow those unhealthy thoughts to reside in my brain. Those things will drive your anxiety up, they absolutely will. Uh, So that's what I got for you. That's what I got for you today. That's the list I wanted to share again. And like I said, it comes from the brain coach. Thank you very much for for sharing that out there. And since you shared it out there, I wanted to share it out there again. I think it's really good stuff. You can look at um, any one of those as as a precursor it doesn't have to be all of them but any one of them can drive your anxiety can make your anxiety worse and and really you know here at grace life coaching we want you to be the best you and and manage your anxiety getting your anxiety down those are ways that we can be better for ourselves and for those around us Hey, I hope this was helpful. Like I said, if it was, if you love this, then then give us a follow. Give us a rating review on one of the platforms. Share it out there if you want to reach out to me. Uh, Check me out, gracelifecoaching.com. It's got all my contact information. I appreciate you, and I thank you for listening, and we'll connect again next time.